and we shine at night. You're with Julian on the brown note, and uh, will China bring peace to Ukraine? And the uh, continued falling of uh, the West as we completely ignore a, the largest global political paradigm shift of my lifetime since Cold War, certainly. Uh, well, yeah, definitely since the Cold War. So I did a piece ages ago called, um, I've done so many bits on Ukraine, but where is China? And saying that, you know, American funneling of weaponry into Ukraine is the only solution to this conflict. Where is China? China has an opportunity here because they have a very different relationship with Russia to America or, or Europe. And they would have incredible influence and they have no military interest or involvement in the proceedings. So it's an opportunity for them to, to actually step up onto the world stage and present a different world, a different one that is uh, not based on militarism, but the soft diplomacy that they've been wielding around the world for decades now, uh, especially in places like Africa. And then we had the China brokered peace deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran, which America has been amazingly silent on. Um, just an enormous geopolitical shift from one of their bastions in the Middle East actually turning to the peace table with China. Um, and then we saw that there was, uh, I think, a military practice operation in the Middle East um, with China, Russia and Iran as well, conducting military exercises um, the world's changing and if you want a really good example of um, why we are being so why why the western definition of us as a whole world is so out of whack with what's really happening currently uh, over the weekend of the 19th and 20th of March um, Moscow held the second international parliamentary conference between Russia and Africa. Now, China has been involved diplomatically and financially in various African nations for many years now. Uh, this is no small thing. Um, the president of the Russian Federation, Putin, stressed that Russia had always given and always would continue to give priority to cooperation with African countries. He added, Africa and Russia stood against neo-colonial ideology imposed by foreign states. He said, we are convinced that Africa will become one of the leaders of the emerging new multipolar world order, as, they are, as there are all objective prerequisites for that. Um, our relationships with Africa have always been built on a disinterested basis on the principles of mutual respect and non-interference in internal affairs. For our country, the African continent has never been the subject of mercantile interest, the use of labor and raw materials. We cannot say the same about the United States of America and European states. So this has been attended by leaders from about 20 African nations. Again, good luck reading about it in the Western news anywhere, despite this being at a time when... In the West, we believe Russia to be an international pariah with no friends left. And then you've got no support virtually at all in Africa for, the, for anything that's happening in Ukraine. It's certainly not against Russia. We aren't the world. 
and we're being left behind. The world is changing. And at this moment, we in Australia are choosing to double down on this militarized version of America. And so is the UK. And, and so, amazingly, so is half of Europe. Um, but they might be just being, you know, all we have to offer now is, is war. And the West isn't the world. And the rest of the world looks at this and they look at the way that the, um, the financial implications of, of US and European Union help can often involve you giving up enormous financial sovereignty over your country as well. And there's a legacy of, of colonialism and previous wars as well. Now, China uh, is involved. After I said that, where is China a few months ago? Maybe they were working behind the scenes and they were biding their time. Uh, Russian leader Vladimir Putin has welcomed his most important backer to Moscow with pomp and ceremony as Xi Jinping is, about, is pushing for peace in Ukraine. Upon uh, The Chinese leader was greeted with ceremonial honour guard. Uh, along with heaping praise, the pair were quick to touch on the business of their visit. Putin told Xi Xi he had uh, viewed China's 12-point peace plan for the resolution of the Ukraine conflict with respect. We have carefully studied your proposals for resolving the acute crisis in Ukraine. Of course, we will have the opportunity to discuss this issue. And I think I've got the points. Are these the 12? Respecting, so these are the 12 points from China's proposed peace plan. Uh, one, respecting the sovereignty of all countries. Two, abandoning Cold War mentality. Three, ceasing hostilities. Four, resuming peace talks. Five, resolving the humanitarian crisis. Six, protecting civilians and prisoners of war. Seven, keeping nuclear power plants safe. Eight, reducing strategic risk. Nine, facilitating grain exports. Ten, stopping sanctions against Russia. Eleven, keeping industrial and supply chains stable. And twelve, promoting post-conflict reconstruction. So... Never has the West pushed for peace. All we've done is say uh, we are we want peace by beating Russia. We want Russia to withdraw with their tails between their legs, and we're going to keep pummeling weapons into Ukraine. They never sued for peace from the start. They could have we in the West could have sued for peace from the start, and it didn't need to happen. And we've never barely touched on peace. Our peace is we will defeat Russia on the battlefield. As we all know, that will likely result in the complete annihilation of Ukraine. But an awful lot of weaponry sold to all of the spooked out post-Soviet republics that are lining Russia's border, which has been happening. But there's also been this extra story that's been happening. Um, the Americans have obviously come out and said no. Why do they get to say no? They said we, won't, we don't want hostilities ceased until Russia retreats. So if you know that the war will go on for another year, why not engage in something that will stop it? I've blamed Putin for this war. I've, told, I've gone through the history of why this war happened. I don't support right-wing dictators like Putin. But it seems very much like we're okay in the West with uh, the destruction of Ukraine by pummeling the whole country with weaponry until every last building is destroyed. And then at the end will probably put a raft of egregious financial measures in place to reconstruct whatever's left of Ukraine, um, whilst happily welcoming new countries into the NATO and EU fold and uh, making them buy all the weaponry as well. 
So um, why don't Ukrainians get a say? I've virtually never heard anything that isn't hawkish from any any voice that is Ukrainian that is given Western media uh, support or promotion. Um, so it's going to be very interesting because um, China haven't put any militarized version of peace on the table here. Ceasing, uh, ceasing hostility should be the number one prerequisite of any peace talks. And America is basically now saying we won't have a ceasefire until Russia leaves, which means that we won't have a ceasefire at all. So um, this is a really interesting new paradigm. And I think, you know, maybe it's time for other voices to hear from other voices in Ukraine. What do the general public think of China's peace deal? Let's ask them.